0: It's unt- it's probably
1: going to be called The Original Doll,
0: so...
2: Hey, it's Lipe, a.k.a. Lipe Servat.
1: Hi, my name is Claire, a.k.a. If You Seek CK. And this, and this is The Original, original doll, doll, the, the podcast. podcast.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Uh, yes, I think that's going to be... You know when hello BJ world. says, hello, everybody. I think yours is going to be, hello, world, hello, Claire. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I like hello, that. World. Well... You guys are been amazing. <laughs> I just have to say before we start off this podcast, um, we didn't record it for almost two months. You know, do my traveling to Brazil end of the year, and I'm actually so happy that the last episode got really, really good attraction. Um, we ended up in the charts. Do you know that, Claire? Yeah.
1: Yes, people. Yes, I'm like thank God for yeah. group text messages because you share all the good. Guys, stuff. we charted, we charted
2: like in the US podcast chart. Italy, Finland, Brazil. Like, we were number, like, 70 or something like that in the UK's podcast, top podcast. Mm-hmm. I was, like, really, really... Well, you know what? We have to thank you guys, because without you guys, we would not be, you know, charting the, the chart. So thank you, guys. Thanks, yeah.
3: people. We love yeah. you. Yeah.
2: How have you been from since the last episode? <laughs> I know you had to do an MRI today. And...
1: Yeah. Um, one day, one, well, one day I'll post in like, all my own personal Instagram stuff and whatever. But I was in an accident in 2020. I had the wrath of the 2020 and I had to have an MRI again today so I can have surgery one day. So, but, um, I was super fortunate that I had a cool, um, nurse worker person, who played me Britney Spears? She found me at least two Britney Spears songs to play me. So she played me Stronger and she played me Toxic, which was fun. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been in MRI and it goes eh. So yeah. it kind of went along with the song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, but you can't move. (laughs) So, yeah. What's been going on with you? Oh,
2: nothing else. Uh, Nothing new. Nothing, like, different. It's just, uh, you know, same old, same old. But, oh, it's good. Um, Today, actually, in this episode, we are going to go back to our singles collection. And we haven't done one episode like that in a while. And I think this is the first time I'm doing it with Claire, right?
1: Yeah, we haven't done a single yet. Yes. That I haven't been the guest. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. And actually, this is the first, I mean, I would say the first time we we're actually recording a podcast with a guest. Uh, we did with Joanne, but, you know, it didn't fall through. So this is kind of like the first episode that Claire and I were doing with the extra guest. So, uh, and her name is Amanda, but we're going to introduce her very soon. Mm-hmm. Just wait and see. Before we start off, I just want to say, keep connecting with us on the social media, on Instagram it's tag us tag us tag us us when you're listening to us uh share with your friend with your boyfriend girlfriend dog whatever and let's you know just (laughs) make 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 sure that you guys just listen to us and you know maybe it'll be your top podcast at the end of the year on spotify's highlights. so
1: why not yeah like, listen. If your dog has a social media presence, go ahead and share our podcast on your exactly. dog's, on your dog's <laughs> page. We love to see it. I nice. am super joyful after we do um, an episode. Now, like this is like I'm riding the new host high. Um, super exciting when people like tag, and then I'm like, oh, somebody listened to our stuff, or somebody's listening. So we love that. We love the enthusiasm. We have to find the good in the world. We want to be that good. So of thank course. you guys for sharing and continue to share all right i'm super excited about this um our guest i'm gonna well we've mentioned her it's amanda um we love her big fan of her giant 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 britney stan um could not wait to get her in here and talking to us and sharing all of her britney perils of wisdom um so let's do a little intro and amanda if you would just tell us how old you are what's your instagram handle where do you live um
2: single married yeah, I know uh, relationship status honey.
1: because Felipe will always ask <laughs> for nudes um and then we want to talk about like all of your Britney experiences to kind of you know start the intro so hi tell us about you <laughs> hello
3: well obviously I'm Amanda um I'm from Kansas City I forgot everything else I was supposed to say already <laughs> oh, um Instagram oh yeah I was trying to skip past that one no i'm kidding 29 and uh instagram handle is amborchers
2: you know i don't know if you guys know but uh you know there's two kansas i think in u.s right like what which kansas are you actually living right now
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i love that you know that and you're the brazilian you've just become a citizen right yeah
3: (laughs) um so i live in the suburb on the kansas side but all okay. of the fun stuff, or when people typically hear Kansas City, all of that's on the Missouri side.
2: I guess it's not too far, so.
3: No, can, <laughs> it's like
2: you can just like cross a bridge we'll or something. i <laughs> will take that. Oh, cool! Well, welcome to our podcast, Amanda. And you know, before we dive into our single, so
1: Amanda, you were a frequent a frequenter of L.A. and you actually have some personal experience um, with conservatorship in your own family. Can you tell us a little bit about that
3: yeah yeah um it's just like i feel like when i tell my story it just sounds so made up and far-fetched but i was connected to (laughs) free britney obviously for my love of britney spears um so when that voicemail was leaked it was just a quick you know okay what do i need to do for my girl um Mm -hmm. but i'm also a paralegal so there's oh, the legal side of that's things, so cool. and then my great grandmother was in a very similar situation.
2: I didn't know about.
3: If that. I didn't speak out about this, who would? <laughs> it's like I'm the, I felt like I was one of the better candidates to be able to um, speak on this matter from a bunch yeah. of different perspectives. Well, multifaceted.
1: Um, So, and I had actually, Amanda's story really resonated, and it's so hard to know when somebody else has gone through this experience, and um, we, she had a beautiful, detailed post about it, and with pictures of her and um, her grandmother um, from the situation, but... This is like a crazy, crazy story for Amanda to be able to share with people because it's just so emotional. And you can immediately, you know, you can. she's very expressive. She's really great yeah. about being able to, to tell her story. But um, give us the I highlights, mean, friend. I
2: mean, she's still in the
3: conservatorship. Uh, she passed away, unfortunately, um, oh, in 2015, but yeah, she did pass away while well under that. Oh, it's okay. She she lived to 95. She lived a very long life. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say it happened around the same time Brittany's did, mm-hmm. 2007, because I was in high school. I was going my freshman year, so it might have been 2006, 2007, and I know uh, like the year prior, um, she gave up driving, and she did that on her own. And at that time, I mean, my grandma helped, my great grandma helped raise me. Sorry, I call her grandma, but Aww. my great grandma, she helped raise me. So at that point in my life, it was very, let me give back as much as I can. I'm willing to go the groceries. I'm willing to do whatever. Her daughter trying to be in control and taking control. And I always felt like it was a little odd because Brittany's story was going on at the same time um what
2: a bad coincidence yeah
3: and but i was 15 yeah i mean you know 15 mm-hmm. adolescents i don't know what's going on in the world i'm just trying yeah. to get. Give- Buy the next day and worry about my hair color. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like I didn't care about anything. Passing grade, but I yeah. did put the correlation. I was like, like I don't know. It was really weird to me. I was like, the only other time I've ever heard of this is with mm-hmm. Brittany. I think that's what made me have more red flags towards Brittany's situation than my grandmother's, unfortunately, because of her age. I thought, okay, mm-hmm. that might, you know, I thought my grandma was still in the right mind. She wasn't forgetful quite yet when this happened. Um, So I didn't feel like it was even right, but it made me question, why in the world is this okay for a 27-year-old? I've always questioned what Mm -hmm. this is, but at that age, I never really dug um, too deep in it. And she's living on her own, and uh, she'd complained to me about it. She didn't like that she couldn't uh, just write her own checks or have cash or um yeah you know just those little things i would i would uh then visit her f- from college and i would just try to take her out when i could get her in the car and i would drive her somewhere and i would give her some she, cash to was buy was she something. also
2: wealthy yeah
3: um yeah i don't you know she was a farmer's wife her mom actually immigrated uh, to Oklahoma from Germany. Um, oh, cool. So she worked really hard for her money, but uh, Hermione, yeah. you would never know she had it, but that's she, how, had it. I'm like, that's how they live. So mm-hmm. um, did they isolate? I mean, I feel like I remember yeah. the, the whole story about
1: like her eventually like really being isolated and really be, you know, it was very poignant that she knew that she was not making her own decisions about anything?
3: Yeah, um, it was mm. really while I was in college. Um, so, at that time, was 2011. Like, my father was willing to move her in if, if she needed to not live by herself anymore. She she really just wanted to stay in her house until she passed away. That was her one big mm. wish. Wish. Um, time residency. when the residency started, when mm-hmm. um, my grandmother then got kicked out of her house, or... Her daughter moved crazy. her into hers. Rather, then when we, you know, then when I'd go visit her, it was always, I mean, monitored. Um, it was much harder to visit her. Uh, I could always just mm. visit her on my free will whenever when she was living on her own.
2: Was she like being controlled like whoever she yeah. can actually see and and having in her house too?
3: Yeah, it was. It was it's... very much of just like, oh, well, this day won't work, or you know, pushing it off as much as possible.
2: That's crazy. Is that why you decided to become a paralegal? Is it was one of the reasons why you chose this career? Was because of your grandmother?
3: Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, no, um, happenstance. No, that was just uh, coincidence. coincidence. I, I coincidence. honestly have always been into law and legal stuff, and it, probably watching Judge Judy with my oh, great grandma. <laughs> got me into it. <laughs>
2: oh. I mean, it's just so sad that you know. I think, like more than we know now about you know conservatorships, about Britney's case, and people are really coming out to share and tell their stories. It's it's insane how many Americans are mm-hmm. unfortunately being it's- you know placed under this illegal and abusive conservatorship. <gasps> Did
1: you guys- Do You have a relationship now with your aunt Amanda? No, no. No. She's dead to oh, me. I wouldn't I, I mean wouldn't the,
2: either.
3: with <laughs> Sorry. all the disrespect. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes.
1: laughs> and we laugh, but, but it's because it's so freaking ass serious. It's just yeah. pathetic. I mean, right? it is.
3: You know, and it was it wa it was just kind of my grandma's will to relinquish a little bit of control mm. and that be just snatched. Um it, it's just started with little things, like, you know, she was still at home not getting the nutrients she needed from meals because her daughter would just get like hungry man Mm-mm. and ramen. Mm-mm like there, that that's what you get things that eventually got to a point like yeah she needs to be taken care of probably Mm -hmm. this isn't Mm -hmm. going how we thought it would at the end of the day i think the best thing for my grandmother probably would have been a nursing Mm -hmm. home uh she would have hated that sorry grandma but or with someone who really loved her and i I don't want to say her daughter doesn't but you know i know that my dad would have I mean, he gave yeah. up everything to take care of me. He would have given up everything to take care of her for her last years, and she would have been That's really sad. taken care of. Um, but then, you know, there's, and there's just things that even when she was living with her daughter that my dad witnessed, and he refuses to ever, ever tell me. He says he'll go to the grave with what he witnessed. So, oh yeah, with all the disrespect, now there's a yeah. <laughs> no relationship there.
1: Yes, my, and with, with and good reason. You- so that has really fuel your yeah. fire for things and thank which, you for sharing thank you
3: for giving me a platform to tell my grandmother's story i of appreciate it.
2: And, it and you know kind of like changing the you know the way that things are to more like in a positive way how did you start like being like a britney fan? Like, how did that ever start it like tell us your correlation with britney oh lordy let's
3: as i mentioned my father was a single father and um i was like five or six i remember he played britney christina with genie in a bottle and jessica simpson whatever her first, and he was just like please for the love of god pick one and i was just like her that one i like that one um so he went out and bought like her cd bought some merch and just really started to feel that fire and then uh I mean, up until Vegas, he was going to shows with me. So that is amazing.
1: We love your, daddy. Love your dad, Steve. Yeah, of course, <laughs> I
4: always
2: love to ask the correlation with how you start being a fan because you know this all amazing stories just amaze me.
1: Now that we know that you you definitely identified with Britney's situation and you know really made a personal connection with your grandmother and you had a lot of parallels there. Um, I know you. Did the whole LA circuit go into you know, the court hearings for a while? Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like? So
3: I went in April. Uh, I believe it was the twenty seventh date, and I went because I had a uh, flight credit. Good year. <laughs> and I had just got vaccinated <laughs> and was like, "All right, I there." I dealt with an immense amount of mm. guilt, um, sitting at home, seeing everyone fighting and not being able to do so. But I personally I just did not feel comfortable doing flying out halfway across the country without being vaccinated. But the second that that happened, I was like all right, let's go. Um so I went to the that April hearing and I I didn't know what to expect. I just was like, I'm just going to be loud (laughs) and use my voice. And everyone was so welcoming. And uh, I just, yeah, right place, right time. And Jennifer Preston um, was going to shave her head and she needed someone to do that. And uh, I was right there and I was just like, I'm here. I'm willing to help. I'll shave your head. (laughs) And she's like, really? Okay. Hi, I'm Jennifer. I was like, hi, Amanda. And then Leanne just kind of like, announced it didn't really hit me I just knew mm-hmm. that the people there loved Brittany and so I knew the reason behind it and I I really didn't start thinking much of it until like second <laughs> second shaven and the people the media that was there turned this way turn that way let me get it and just like flashing of cameras mm-hmm. and I froze I and then I was like oh wait oh I'm, my god nope, keep doing it <laughs> so I continued. But in that moment, I was like, oh, my goodness. There was maybe like 15 media at that one. Yeah. And I was like, if I'm feeling this amount of anxiety and having to shave this stranger's head perfectly, what in the world did Britney Spears feel like? Which is yeah. what got me through yeah. it because I was like, fuck up, girlfriend. <laughs> like, so yeah. I did it. <laughs> but um, but that was wow. – it, it. it built such a bond – with jennifer Mm -hmm. though that i will now always have um but i did the head shaving we did the you know the normal chant outside the courtroom and then Mm -hmm. by the time we got back to the front of the courthouse uh leanne announces that Brittany wants to speak and i'm like and in april we were all fed up Mm -hmm. we were like Mm -hmm. this has been continued this has been like I, i just remember everyone being so angry that up and like something has to happen at this hearing Mm -hmm. um so then to hear that Brittany requested to speak I was like oh my god okay and it just felt like silence for the next few minutes until we got Mm -hmm. the date and then that was June 23rd my birthday I was like coming back
2: (laughs) that's um what a what a, Ah! what a birthday gift wow
3: yeah so I was just like Britney speaking for the first time on this matter since for the record which you know that's probably heavily edited on my birthday I'm me up I'm coming back so uh, then I went to the June 23rd and that one, uh, that one, I still like even thinking about it. I get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I really don't think I knew what to expect. I knew she was speaking
0: and they have their own privacy rights. And I think anything said about I think them they've done a good ass- job at, at exploiting my, my life and the way that they've done, um, my life. So I feel like it, it should be an open court hearing and they should, um, listen and, um, hear what I have to say.
3: Uh, I was hoping she would say everything that we had been preaching and validate mm-hmm. the issues. Um but I was not mentally prepared
2: <laughs> to like you No, know, you're saying you're saying like that it's kinda like ha- I'm having a no. movie going back in my mind because after obviously the court hearing that she got freed, um I think this one, this one it was like really, really big for whoever was there.
3: Yeah, I still um, I have like I wish you could see.
2: I yeah. have goosebumps. Um, like and uh, and having that issue with the audio, the audio issue there, and people like, hey, shh, "Can don't... I hear? Can I like, listen?" It listen, listen. was
3: mad It was mad. And the growth from that April one, I mean, I think there was thirty people total at the April. Maybe maybe more. Maybe forty. But there was like fifteen media, twenty twenty-five protesters or. And then there was the the June one, that whole sidewalk, you could not move. No one was really prepared for it. The amount of police officers guarding the light. Anytime I made sure to say thank you. I thought that was very important. Like, that I'm not trying to man. cause a ruckus, but I am trying to cause, like, I'm not trying to cause you harm, but I'm trying to get yeah, a point across. Exactly. Um, so I, I would just say thank you. Um, and a lot of times they'd give like a thumbs up or they would just kind of acknowledge like the typical, um, like march 20. at that time, typical march around the, uh, the courthouse. courthouse. And we didn't even get, because it was so big, they didn't, we didn't plan like the time. Very well, so we weren't even around yet. Right. And britney's talking, and the like, I'm like, oh my god, okay, I need to get back up front. Run. Panic <laughs> ensues. Um, but I just remember someone, I think it was Jay Gon Jay Gonce, yelled she just said i'm not a slave for you and everyone just like erupted and i just took i ran i was
0: like screw move i take everything i do very seriously there's tons of video with me at rehearsals i wasn't good i was great ma'am i'm not here to be anyone's slave i can say no to a dance move
3: i i remember pushing tmz specifically (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> there was someone with TMZ like right on my right side trying to get a shot of me, and I was just like, Excuse me, like shoved them out of my ah. way. <laughs> so get I out crazy, of my like, way. <laughs> <laughs> I just like shoved them out of my way, and I got back to the front and I found Jennifer who had a phone with her on, it, and she was like, Amanda, come here, come here, come here. And then I, I mean, I will never forget hearing. Britney Spears is on the phone. And, I'm, and hearing her voice come from a phone, I was just like, in the moments that she was talking about lithium, um, and that was very
0: gut-wrenching. I feel weird if I say no, I feel like they're gonna come back and be mean to me or punish me or something. Three days later after I said no to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication, All of this was a false. He uh, he immediately, the next day, put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal meds I'd been on for five years. And lithium is a very, very strong um, and completely different medication compared to what I was used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months. But he put me on that and I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything. I told them I was scared and my doctor had me on six different nurses with this new medication come to my home, stay with me to monitor me on this new medication, which I never wanted to be on to begin with. There were six different nurses in my homes and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for, for a month. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad only, he acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested.
3: Because it was so fast-paced, you didn't really have time to think. So Mm -hmm. that being the first thing you hear is like, it was heavy. I was like, thank "Thank God you're saying this stuff. But it was the first moment of realizing like, no, we're actually hearing this from her. We're like, we had ideas this is confirming. And then when she uh, mentioned the IUD, I fell to my knees and just, I was sick to my stomach.
0: And I would like to progressively move forward. And I want to have the real deal. I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. Um, so basically, this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good um i w- i deserve to have a life i've worked my whole life i deserve to have a two to three year break and-
3: it was a lot to hear all of that and then get on a plane and mm-hmm. like a oh red eye God. and yeah. come back yeah. <laughs> yeah. and just mm-hmm. sit on the plane like crying and people looking at me like i'm
2: i remind you guys because that was like usually one wednesdays right yeah so it's the, the, the middle weekdays, of the week so you
3: yeah Yeah. you know past midnight and I'm on the flight I bought wi-fi because I was like there's no way I'm not going to be in the air not connected (laughs) to what's going on (laughs) Um, but it took several hours really uh, Mm -hmm. after the court hearing to be able to hear everything that she did say so I was listening to everything Yeah, I was heavy for a while I still like I just was not prepared with that being my birthday and with Brittany and mm-hmm. I was on Good Morning America, I guess, the morning of. So I had, my phone was just going crazy. And yeah, there, any time I think about that day, I'm like, it was so fast paced. There's so many things that stick out and everything else was a blur mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was a- just a lot to take mad. in. That's, yeah.
1: yeah, that's a lot. Well, thank you for your advocacy and like, thank you for being part of yes. like, some of the really huge, I mean, the whole Free Brittany movement is a really big story for anybody you know knowing why we do it or how we do it and how we did it and how we're no longer a conspiracy theory but like you are a really huge personal testament because of your personal experiences and with your family experiences and then being a huge Mm -hmm. britney fan and then being there for some like some of the you know the big capstones of you know Showing up to court like n- nothing like this has ever happened before. Like you, you are etched in history, girl. Like thank you for no. thank you for thank you for being that. Thank <laughs> you for being yeah. decisive. Yeah. You know, thank you for taking your passions yeah, and you. making your convictions. You know, like putting your words and your mouth into your actions. Like thank you. It's big. Oh, yeah.
3: Thanks. I just kind of yeah. figured I've been annoying everyone my whole life with Brittany. I might as well educate them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: actually, it was it was actually nice to hear. From the other perspective, and actually never, I mean, I met a bunch of people that were there when that happened. But listening to like in the details, it's like you gave It to us, that was wow. Like, Me too. Uh, I was. You were telling us, and I had good. <laughs> over my body so I
3: mean the September well, hearing when uh, her dad kicked out and that was the first time I saw <laughs> Rosengart that one was pretty crazy too that was the yeah. first time the street was shut down everyone was partying when we heard James Spears was no longer a part of the <laughs> conservatorship which was well let me tell you after after June 23rd it was well deserved to be able to go to the bar and have a drink <laughs> and, of course. and enjoy it and celebrate <laughs> that's fantastic no, of
2: that's why we did uh, and we keep talking you know claire and i when that happened in november when she actually got freed like wh- i mean oh, thank gosh she's free but whoever was there in november like we're never gonna have another day like that no. and even like celebrating afterwards all all these like supporters fans even people from the media that we you know we actually like all together for britney that's never gonna happen again like if we go to a britney concert it's gonna be a different feeling like you know, of joy, I guess, but just to be there when totally. that uh, it, it's history. You but know? do you it know what though? I'm gonna be, say you know, I'm gonna like, throw
1: this out there though, and this is why I love my Britney people. All my ninety percent of my best friends are because of Britney Spears, and every time we're together, it's because yeah. of her, and we share the passions, and there's always those feelings, and of course, like everything's in a fleeting moment, but. I don't have experiences like this, whether it's outside of a courthouse or everyone's screaming in a bar or everyone being at Planet Hollywood or whatever that looks like.
0: Same. Man, there's
1: nothing that can replace a kindred feeling with Britney people. Not one thing could ever replace that. Like, no. there's no way to describe it. There's no tangible movement. There's no appropriate words or semantics. It's something that, like, if you're a Britney fan and you've not done a full Britney thing or you've not met with other people, do it do it your life will
3: change
2: do it (laughs) just do it it.
3: i like i couldn't agree with that more because i actually got into britney family Ah. after vegas and Uh i was like i really kind of missed out on what like this really could have been i didn't know about it um but i mean yeah now i have friends from la to new york city everywhere and it's people, I mean, hell, right. Was even my best, yes. Uh, I'm like, you have, like man. you have <laughs> <laughs>
1: best Brittany people as like your grooms or your best bridesman, or I mean, like, what I'm like, what do we call them? Yeah, like, my bridesman, yeah. best person,
3: your best, yeah, yeah. <laughs> best in- yeah. yes, my bridesman. Right. He came from New York, I met him, uh, Britney group. He wanted to buy my, uh, uh, uh she. She did Vegas uh, shirts after the Vegas shooting uh-huh. for like mm-hmm. profit, and I somehow ended up with three. I don't. I ordered one, ended up with three. So I he was like, "Can I please have one?" And so I gave him one, and then yeah, our friendship has been mm-hmm. uh,
0: <laughs> solid ever that. since. That's but so it's
3: hilarious. true. It's just I think yeah. it all comes down to her heart. We all have similar mm-hmm. hearts, and I think that's what connects us. Oh, I we love, love, it. love it. <laughs> as, um, i mean it sounds cheesy but i think it's true i just think she's such a genuine soul and i think that mm-hmm. she attracts certain people and and then we and that i other. i'm so i say this all the time i'm so glad she did I, as torment it might have caused her to do vegas i'm so gl- oh god i can't say it without crying i am so glad that she did vegas first because we were already flying to go mm-hmm. see her so yes. at least for me, I was like, if I could fly to Vegas to see her perform, I can fly to L.A. Mm-hmm. to go fight of for course. her civil Absolutely. rights. Of course. And so I really do um, think that that um, that and allowing people to bond together mm. before this happened really helped her It really helped of
1: create I would not agree with that. Yeah. I don't think I think that minus the residency that for the one purpose it may have served it was to bring people like us together that Mm -hmm. you know want to put our actions with our words that are are going to make the mecca. we're going to make the trip Mm -hmm. we're going to make stuff happen and i don't know that fans would have been so so bonded if we didn't have four years in vegas i think we had Mm -hmm. a lot of conversations and i know i had a billion conversations with people in vegas about the conservatorship because i was like why is this happening like like, what do we really know about this? All we know is that we see her and we we had all the mm-hmm. feedback about her meet and greets and, you know, things that we've talked about ad nauseum, seeing her happy, unhappy, you know, seeing her family, seeing all these people. Um, it definitely was a, it was a way to keep the conversation going very regularly, you know, and kind of coming around oh, with yeah. things. And now that provided just as much um storytelling on the back end for the people that were in the front lines you know people like tish that really got to see things up close and personal Mm -hmm. after circus after fan fatale and really you know give us give us the beef the beef of the story so
2: yeah and also in my perspective when i uh, was able to go to see the the piece of me tour overseas that's where actually i started seeing a lot of things because in vegas it was everything so covered everything you know and Somehow in Europe it was messy. Like I even got into meet Britney for free, didn't pay for the the last one because it was very messy.
1: Well, they didn't have systems in place. They were they were in different countries. They went to different venues. They they didn't have a process for that, and it showed. The people in Europe definitely, you know, were able to illustrate those things. But
2: anyways, do you want to be featured in our podcast?
1: Leave us a voice message in our Instagram. You might be featured on our next episode.
2: We don't have many hot topics this week because we covered all of them last week. But the biggest news this yeah. week was that Judge Penny, she signed off to Britney Spears' freedom, right? So, aren't you happy about that? You guys want to talk about it?
3: For yeah. me, working in law, like, it, nothing's set in stone until it's uh, written on paper. So, to see, mm-hmm. I mean, I was celebrating and saying she was free, but, uh, you know, the back of my mind's always like, mm, I need to see that signature. I need, so, uh, I was very happy when <laughs> when it was a done deal.
2: Yeah, to me, I don't yeah. know. Like, the only thing that came across my mind was, like, maybe Britney Spears hasn't really done a lot of things after she got free because she needed this signature. Yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling that after, like, you know, going forward, more things are going to come up, you know, either, I don't know, the interview or the magazine. I have no idea. I just okay. have that feeling that <laughs> now she's, like literally free and ready to you know fly if she wants to
1: you hope so i hope so too
2: <laughs> yeah we all hope so so anyways i think it's time to talk about the single right are we ready
1: it. absolutely
2: all right welcome to the britney spears Collection. are you ready
0: that's my it
2: this single was kind of hard because i don't think there is anybody so in love with the single with the music per se but it was and also we don't have much information about it but we are going to discuss this is supposed to be the fourth single of in the zone as we all know outrageous outrageous i I used to say outrageous when i was living in Brazil because i didn't (laughs) know how to pronounce but anyway so it was written by our lovely guy r kelly It also was produced by R. Kelly and Trickster. Um, It was recorded in Chicago back in 2003 and then released in July 13 of 2004. It sold 300,000 copies worldwide actually it sold martin's lumber Party, believe you or not uh, chart wise um, it wasn't released everywhere, so basically it's on Japan, which was the biggest uh, the biggest hit i guess Romania and Russia and the u s um, it only charted on 79th position of the top one hundred and twenty seven and dense uh, the dance charts. We also were supposed to have a music video, and you know we all know that Britney Spears got injured uh, she injured her knee during the um, The shooting, but it was supposed to be directed by Dave Mayers, which he did Lucky, Boys, all the curious perfume um, commercials actually being shot in Queens and Manhattan. We had Snoop Dogg featured on the song, but I, I don't think we ever heard, you know, his verse. I don't even think there is a version with his verses on it. I, do never heard that? I don't think so. I've
3: never heard.
2: Around 11.30 p.m., British Spears fell and she got, you know, her knee injured. She needs to do an MRI like yeah. Claire had to do it today. <laughs> and she had this floating cartilage on her knee. So she needs to do the following day a surgery of an un- arthroscopic surgery, something like that. Um, and then because of that, she had to be, t- in total, more than like, I think, 18 weeks of not doing anything in rehabilitation. So that's why she canceled the Onyx Hotel tour and obviously the single need to be canceled.
4: Uh, Brittany, as you probably heard, it was the, the fall heard about around the pop music world. Talking about the knee injury sustained two weeks ago by Brittany Spears that put her in surgery, cost her the rest of her Onyx Hotel tour and has got her in physical rehab for the foreseeable future. But now in an MTV News exclusive you're about to see never before seen footage of the accident as it actually happened, shot by some young musicians who happen to be in the right place at the right or maybe i should say the wrong time check it out we yelled action and as you can see here almost on cue britney went down and a shocked open-mouthed expression came over her face the guys in mo matching drapes say at first it seemed as no one realized how serious the injury was until britney had to be carried off by a bodyguard unable to walk there you have it. You know, this may turn out to be the most expensive uh, blown-out knee in pop music history. The cancellation of her summer tour is reportedly costing Britney a million bucks a week.
2: There are some fun facts about Outrageous. That Outrageous. That you know, Jive's first choice for a single is supposed to be this song, but Britney Spears said no. I wanted Me Against Music to be the first, and then Toxic second. So this is meant to be a single, but you know, unfortunately, that you know, would never happen. And also they decided to make this song as a single after it was selected to be the theme song for Catwoman. You know, the movie that I think Halle Berry was the main oh. character.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's why they decided. But then, unfortunately, you know, this incident happened.
1: I don't have any fun facts, but somebody asked me, like, when I made the post about this, that this would be the single that we were going to do. And I have said this before that, you know, I, we have a, I have a hard time with this one. I try not to listen to it because of our palate. Yeah. Um, so another account asked me, he said, can we discuss how Brit is one of the few pop stars who hasn't, who hasn't disowned their R. Kelly track? Gaga removed hers from streaming and new physical versions. We understand it's up to her label, so why don't they remove it? Most fans don't like the song anyway. What do we think about that?
2: I personally love the song.
1: (laughs) Don't say everyone (laughs) doesn't like it, but... (laughs) Well, he said most, most people, most fans, <laughs> <laughs> most fans. You
2: know, um, b- living in Brazil, we didn't have much resources to get, mm-hmm. you know, anything about Britney. So Britney Spears did the Rock in Rio, you know, with Onyx Hotel Tour. And in Brazil, they, they'll be on repeat, the performance of Outrageous. So to me, it was, was some, some of the few things I would see Britney on TV all the time. So I actually love the song. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs>
3: um. Amanda, what do you think? It's not my favorite song. Um, it's very fun and flirty, though, so I know why she liked it. Um, I think, I, I don't know. I have to be in the right mood to, like, actually listen to it and look past R. Kelly, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but, uh, you know, in regards to it being, like, streaming and stuff, maybe that'll change now. But we all know her team was all for the coin. Allegedly, yeah.
1: So How I'm not your,
0: surprised I, it was I, still I, there. Yes. <laughs> in
2: short, I want to hear. So, what do you think?
1: Um. So I mean, I un, I loved Olive in the zone. Like that was my hot album for a good minute. So, I didn't. I did not like because at that point, I knew the following year or the year prior was 2002, and that's when R. Kelly first had all of those allegations. But he was still having a lot of um, success with like ignition step in the name of love like all that stuff was during like that time and he was you know starting to be like I don't say like a prolific songwriter but he was like of the times you know he was being really being used um, I'm going to probably stir the pot a little bit here but um, you know just like, like allegations you know Michael Jackson you know we're still listening to him we're still you know we haven't canceled it. we still hadn't had that that cancel cancel culture at that point um, I am in transparency mm-hmm. I am um a survivor of sexual abuse. So when I hear things like that, especially about like minors, um, you know, things against women, you know, I, I tend to kind of turn off at this point, um, especially if there's a videotape, <laughs> um, you know, things like that. I mean, I always go with my gut. So that song always kind of made me uncomfortable and especially like learning the things that we were in. And, and it was the age where we were really using the internet. And that was the age that Brittany was a huge pop superstar. And we had a lot of media and things going on. Um, You know, you never want to believe those things about people. But I was like, dude, songwriters are the people that get the money for this. Like, you know, thank God I had CDs and we were not streaming things back then. Hearing something especially so lyrically and sexually explicit in its own way. And then thinking about, you know, at that point, the allegations that he was eventually acquitted of, I think, at that point. um, It was enough to make me uncomfortable to be like, I don't want to have anything to really do with this song. Especially, you know, in the years coming against our um, mm-hmm. Kelly. It, it has made me uncomfortable. And I I thought that that, that it was, um, I think yeah. his name is Bo on that account that said that. Um, Bo to toe. You know, absolutely. But I think that part of the reason that that's, that song's still in the catalog, it's still, you know, whatever, is because it wasn't a giant single. It's not a uh, popular stream song. It didn't have a music video that correlated with it. It was, you know, yeah. pre- all of the, you know the controversy with you know the documentary, um, mm-hmm. you know about like you know mute R Kelly, any of those things, and I think that that's probably mm-hmm. why it's still around. To be honest, since she doesn't perform it, um, I'm sure that if if we wanted to, we could really yell about it and mm-hmm. make some stuff happen if people felt compelled. But
2: and it. also, you know, Britney wasn't a conservatorship, so even though if she decided to like, I want to remove this, she couldn't really decide anything. She
1: couldn't. So. No. No. And they I think that they've just kind of shelved the whole yeah. thing
2: when it comes to performance um usually I always ask what's your favorite performance of the single, and we only have you know onyx hotel tour to discuss uh to, I mean but I, how flawless was
1: her oh. I mean
2: I think she looks amazing I mean, let's let's put you know our Kelly behind a little bit, but when it comes to her, the performance itself, I think she in the Rock in Rio, Lisboa, Lisbon, she looks so good with the, you know, if she would with with this blonde hair, for some reason, I thought her boobs were just like huge in that performance, or maybe it was the bra, I have no idea, but to me, she looks flawless, I, 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 I just love that, I didn't even know, I mean, I was, again, back back in 2004, back living in Brazil, didn't know anything about, you know, R. Kelly's allegations, but i just i really love to see her like in uh in lingerie and whatever i I really love that performance
1: Fans, just in case you don't know, I'm significantly older than everybody
2: here. (laughs) But also, like, not even that. Also, like, you know, people in Brazil, mostly if you ask, do you know who R. Kelly is? They don't know. (gasps) So those news wouldn't go, you know, it wouldn't go overseas from there. So I didn't even know about that. Do you guys prefer (laughs) seeing Britney in Brunette or Blonde in that performance?
3: I know Brunette. What outfit was she wearing? Was it the pink little like? Yes. And like some pants.
1: It's the underwear set and the trench coat. Oh.
3: Right after breed on me. That makes
1: sense. Yeah, right after breed on me. They put on the trench coats and they like they like flip them up and you get to see like the back of her underwear and And, they do all like all the all the moves.
2: Tell I me mean if I'm wrong, but I remember back in the day, like she was wearing this pump, right? It was like white pump, and there have this like black circles on the front and the back. It was this something like popular in the US.
1: Yeah, those are like like it's like it's like an old um. Oh God, what's the name of the shoe? Not an espadrille. Ugh! It was. It looks like a, like a. Forties mobster business pump. Got it. Um It was popular, in a, more popular in a male style, but then as like fashion really evolved for women, like that was a shoe. Like my grandma wore that shoe in the, in like the sixties. Oh, uh-huh. like um,
2: okay.
1: Kind of iconic, but yeah, I always usually like, it was iconic. Oh, I I I, I need a pair right right now. My Barbie, <laughs> I had a I had a business Barbie in like the eighties who she wore all pink, but she had those shoes in pink and white with her briefcase, oh my God. and it matched.
0: <laughs>
3: so
2: cute uh-huh. but anyway so now it's time to break the ice are you ready amanda
3: i'm ready
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's break the motherfucker
0: ice ice right <laughs> so good oh i like this part <laughs>
2: All right, so this is the time usually we just ask a couple of questions related to Britney. If you don't know, but I know, I think you know. But we started with, "What's your favorite Britney album?"
3: Today, Glory. But that, I, I feel like Glory's always up there, and then like the second one changes. But today, probably Glory. And oops, I did it again. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Amanda, all right,
1: I tell us what your favorite single is, and then what your favorite music video is.
3: Um, <laughs> this is torture. Uh, I feel like, because my brain always goes from, like, what did I love, like, when I was young, and, like, now? I don't know. It's very different for me to have, like, woman me, and, like, from when I was young. Um, Video, I love Slumber Party. I think that is underrated video. Um, and also where she met Sam, so I like that. Um, and then single, ah, this is so hard. Uh (laughs) Um, I really liked Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: You're a girl after our friend Alex's own heart. She
3: says that all the time. It's her favorite. Yeah. Oh, Oh. it's, I I
2: love that song. It 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 never
3: falls out of my, like, top ten. Okay. (laughs) All
1: right. That's a legit situation. You you picked some um, so, some underdogs in there for whatever, mm-hmm. but I love it. It's an original response, so we'll <laughs> Very take that.
2: Individual. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was um, like,
3: don't say toxic, because toxic was <laughs>
4: <please> like, <don't. laughs> the huge
3: thing. I mean, like, memory-wise, I just remember that Good. video and everyone being like, uh. Okay, I can't hear the song and not no. envision
1: the video. So
2: obviously, you have seen Britney Spears live in the past um what's your favorite tour and if you if you can tell uh, which tour have you seen it
3: um my favorite is onyx hotel tour i just i liked how sexy it was it was also simple um Mm -hmm. like i feel like the props were where they needed to be the outfits were what they needed to be she didn't need a whole lot but herself and some dance moves um yeah i'll go with that one (laughs) Baby One More Time, Circus, and in Vegas. Piece of me.
2: You seen Baby One More Time? You were the first person that I interviewed that tell me that saw Baby One More Time too. How how was that like?
3: I was like, You were so young. young. Do you have any memories? Not really. No. Um, I just remember my dad. Like you know, he he would joke about sitting by the chicken coop, and I could go by myself. But he took <laughs> he took me. Cause yeah. It was at a state fair. That's why I say chicken coop. <laughs> but um no i don't i don't really remember a whole lot i just really remember going back to school like look <laughs> like at my shirt i went to the <laughs> state fair so and saw britney spears <laughs> <laughs> i have died. i I've died. that is so
2: cute <laughs> did, you, did you meet her or no have you ever done a yeah meet
3: i did I she's got her tattoo oh uh, yeah yeah cinco de mayo 2017 hey Um, she loved my tattoo. Um, I, so I did probably, I always do too much research on things before doing it. And then it kind of like psychs myself out. So I was doing all this research on her meet and greets, how they went. My big, okay. So my biggest fear was that I was going to be like that weirdo on X factor that just (laughs) creeped her out. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not I'm not spending all this time and money and, like, freak her out. Like, the last thing I wanted was Brittany to give me one of those <sighs> faces, you know? Like, <laughs> and I was like, my heart would be broken. So I, I was just like, okay, just keep it very, hi, my name is this. I want a picture this way. Have a good evening. So uh, luckily, Fee found me beforehand, calmed me down. She's the best. She's Bless her heart. Woman.
2: She's the best.
3: She waited for me because she knew I was a wreck. <laughs> And, um, I, I just walked up to her, she was talking to someone as I walked up, so I had just a second of, like, just staring at her backside, and, like, I could just smell the vanilla and hairspray, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm just looking at her, and then she, like, turns around, hi, sweetie, and I was just like, hi, how are you, and just trying to act like you're a But person, you're God,
1: you know? you're God me. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um and she went to put her arm around me for a picture and I kind of turned a little bit and was just like, actually I was hoping we could get a picture with our tattoos. I got this one because I know you got it during a really rough time and it's my reminder to never give up. And she took her thumb and rubbed her thumb across it and was like, You're gonna make me cry. That is so sweet. Of course we can. Um, so that's why she kind of looks a little awkward in the photo because she went from like, I don't know, like, Actually, looking, looking at me to kind right of now. on the side. Um, but yeah, then we just took it pointing to them and yes. uh, she asked if she could give me a hug. <laughs> I was like, yup. <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, and then I told her have a good show and, uh, and I said, I can't remember exactly. I went to the show the night before and she yes. had a war. Yeah, there's me. (laughs) I had a wardrobe mount, or she had a wardrobe mount function with her boot. And Um. um, Tish actually posted about this outfit like a few days ago. Oh, yeah. It was like uh-huh. all... The green. Was it the green one? No, it was like white. It was all like um, Swarovski crystals. Oh. and uh, But the boot had broken during the baby one more time and the night before. She had to take off both her shoes. So everyone like wrapped around her so she could take her shoes off. And so I just remember before I left, I said like have a good show and like don't worry about your boot mishap everyone still loved it and she just chuckled and she she said something about those damn boots like so it was like something yeah. like that and then she was on to you know the next person and then everyone says I'm crazy I will never forget the glare I got from Robin Greenhill though and now it oh. makes sense because then I you know I was like you got the tattoo during a hard time I didn't think that was no no. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at the same time, I paid enough money, so I was going to do whatever I needed to, or say whatever mm-hmm. I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was Robin and
2: I Larry. Think,
3: le- no, it was definitely Larry, and I think Brian, because Lexi was sitting by the photographer. Robin just would not, her eyes did not get off of me until Fee came and took me and walked me to my seat. Bless Fee. <laughs>
2: Well, that's actually a very interesting story of meeting Reed because, you know, sometimes we get very, like, weird stories. And actually, I'm, I'm glad somehow it somehow was a, a very nice experience. No,
3: mine was great. I think yeah. Lexi being there probably yeah. helped. Yeah. And then I saw Sam pull up, too. So, like, I think mm-hmm. maybe, like, having those people around would set a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I um, agree. But I always do wonder what would have happened if he wouldn't have been there waiting for me to take me to my seat. I wonder if I would have got scolded at for <laughs> Oh my God. For like not I'm, sticking, I'm glad to you the, maybe. sticking to the sticking to the smile and yeah. say goodbye kind of thing. But like. all
1: right, friend. If you had a personal message to
3: give her to say to Brittany, what would you say to her if you could speak to her? Um, I would say you are so strong. You are always admirable. Be yourself and be the person you yeah. taught everyone to be, because that is what unsettled me the most. It is she taught us to be free and she couldn't be so i'd say brittany go be everything you taught us to be and the reason you are out of this is all love this was all done out of love and that's where they went wrong mm. they thought we loved her as an artist not her as her so i love you that's what i was say. Ah, that's so
2: cute. i think this is the most i'm um, emotional and Sweetest message I ever heard from this podcast. Absolutely. Like, so beautiful. I just
3: want to oh reiterate how much she's loved. Like if I had, like if I yeah. was to sit with her, it would just be reiterating how much she actually is loved because I feel like unfortunately that's what she hasn't known for a while. Yeah. But it's there. What a it's great- been there. She's just uh, free and now finding it.
2: Yes. Yeah, and what a great way to end our podcast with this beautiful message. So thank you so, uh, Amanda. Thank you so much for, you know, having special time for doing this with us. Thank you for accepting. Thank you for being vulnerable to share everything that you shared with us. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that you came along with thank us. You. So thank you. We appreciate you. Oh, so no,
3: no, thank you. Huge. You've given us you've given thank, us Thank you so for much. thinking
2: of me. Someone wants to follow you. How they can find you.
3: Yes. um, Instagram's the best. Uh, That's where I probably spend most of my time, and that would be A.M. Borchers, B-O-R-C-H-E-R-S. Facebook, I'm there too, Amanda Borchers, and that's really all I stick to. Do
2: you want to say anything else before
3: we hang up? It's Brittany, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, mic drop if
2: ever (laughs) (laughs) but yes guys this is like first time we're doing the the singles collection series and Claire and i were so happy that you guys are still listening to us again make sure you follow us on instagram um original doubt the podcast and lipe survived my personal if
1: you seek ck IF U S E K C K. It's my personal.
2: And you know, we always say, you know, this is not my podcast, not Claire's podcast. This is everyone's podcast. So thank you so much for listening and tagging us. Please send me news. I'm still single. Oh God, not <laughs> these two ladies because they are taken. Oh. Okay. And yeah, I hope you everybody has a great day, great evening, whoever, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And we'll see you guys. Post so about
1: nice. us, guys, and send us messages and let us know if you want to be a guest. <laughs> yes, yes. See bye you guys soon.
0: i love you guys
2: bye bye love you, Baby,
0: what you, see is what you see. hi what's up this is brit and i'm not in right now so do your thing Beep. <laughs> i'm just kidding